Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to another week of Thinking Biblically. This is from our Bible Lab series. We are in week five of Thinking Biblically, and really we've been spending time together over the last four weeks answering questions related to how we might think in a way that is honoring to God. So we've looked at what does it mean to think biblically in week one. We then answered the question, why is it important? We continued in week three with looking at how we do it well. And then last week, exploring what obstacles we are up against. And this week, we want to look at where do we get derailed in our endeavors to think biblically? What are some of the challenges that we are up against? Before we begin, let's take a moment to pray. Father, we are thankful that we can gather around your word that your word is powerful and living and active, and that you can use it to change our hearts and minds. And our prayer today is that you would motivate us to think in a way that honors you, that you would help to keep us from being derailed by other things that are in our lives. Might we honor you with our words and actions in Jesus' name. Amen. So let's take a moment and open up our notebook here. We've been in this notebook over the past number of weeks together, and if you would like to view one of the previous lessons that we had, they're available on our website or on our YouTube channel. You can search YouTube at Calvary Monument Bible Church to find these videos. Really, there's three arenas that we want to look at today in regards to how we get derailed in our desire to think biblically. And one of those we're going to look at today is voices. One of them we're going to look at is thinking, and another that we're going to look at is in our words. And so we have voices out there, many voices. We have ways that we think out there, and we have words that we say, and all of these three arenas can really derail us in our desire to think in a way that honors God. And so let's start with listening to the right voices. In the book of 2 Chronicles, there is uh, the testimony of King Rehoboam, and it's in chapter 10. It's really the whole chapter, but we want to look at verses 6 to 8. Friends, it's so important that we listen to the right voices. Look at the testimony of King Rehoboam, starting in verse 6. Then King Rehoboam took counsel with the old men who had stood before Solomon, his father, while he was yet alive, saying, How do you advise me to answer this people? And they said to him, If you will be good to this people, and please them, and speak words to them, good words to them, then they will be your servants forever. But he abandoned that counsel, the counsel the old men gave him, and took counsel with the young men who had grown up with him, and stood before him. And so here uh, in this text, we have these old men, men who had a testimony of success, who had served along with his father Solomon, and they are giving Rehoboam counsel. And the counsel that they are giving him really is counsel that was good counsel, that would have aligned with what God would have wanted for the people of Israel. They say to him, if you will be good to this people. Indeed, God wanted his king to be good to the people. If you please them, if you speak good words to them, then 
they will be your servants forever. And this was all Rehoboam had to do, to listen to the right voices. The right voices were the voices that were speaking truth to him. But instead, what does it say he does? He abandons those voices for the counsel that the young men who he had grown up with gave him. And so, friends, it's so important in our endeavor to think biblically that we are uh, listening to the right voices. And what are the right voices? They're the voices that are speaking truth. Uh, really that are speaking uh, truth that is from the Word of God, not simply giving opinions or uh, running after the popular counsel of the day, but speaking the everlasting truth of God's Word. And there's a second arena where we can get derailed in our endeavor to think biblically, and that is just in general in the way that we think. Sometimes we think the wrong thoughts. We lose hope, and we get into this pattern where our thinking is mired in, in just negativity, and it affects our behaviors. And Paul, he had wisdom for the church regarding this in the book of Philippians, and it's a passage that's familiar to many of us, but he's telling the church in Philippians how to think, what to think. Look at what he says here. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And so really the arena of our thinking is an area where we can just become derailed in our attempts to think biblically. We lose sight of the truth of the Word of God. We lose sight of that which is true and just and honorable and lovely and commendable, and we get drugged down by the negativity and the critical attitudes and spirits that are in our culture today. And there's a final arena. Um, so in our thinking, we want to think the right thoughts and really, those right thoughts go back to Philippians chapter 4, verse 8. But then, finally, we also want to speak the right words. Speak the right words. And if you want to see a great example of this in the Bible, um, someone who always seemed to have the right thing to say at the right time, really Jesus in the Gospel of John, gives us a beautiful example of what this looks like. Do you ever notice how Jesus always begins with the physical? Here's a woman at the well. She needs a drink from the well, and he moves from her physical need of water to her spiritual need. I can give you water that will never run out. He does the same with Nicodemus. Nicodemus is talking about uh, being born again, physical, birth and he's thinking physical and Jesus moves him from the physical into the spiritual in his conversation. He always had the right words. He was gentle. His words were effective. Paul gives us instructions regarding this in the book of Colossians 
in chapter 4, verse 6, talking about the way that we speak, the words that we speak to one another. He says, let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to how you ought to answer each person. So friends, uh, the words that we say, being able to speak the right words, to be gracious, to speak truth, to bring hope, which preserves, and salt, which adds flavor, content, really valuable words to people, moving them beyond physical needs to spiritual realities, this is so important in our endeavor to think biblically. Thinking Jesus' thoughts, speaking the words that Jesus spoke, these are the things that help to keep us from getting derailed. And so, as we wrap up our session today, it's important that we remember that we listen to the right voices, voices that are speaking truth. We think the right thoughts, thoughts as Paul describes in Philippians chapter 4, verse 8, and we speak the right words, words of grace and words of truth. And when we do those things, friends, we have must, much less of a chance of getting derailed in our endeavor to think biblically. Thanks for joining us today, and we'll see you next time for our final week of Thinking Biblically, where we will answer the question of how we apply this concept in our daily living. Have a great day. We'll see you next time.